Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you probably know, breastfeeding rates in Ireland are quite low compared to, well, pretty much every other country in the world. Various suggestions have been made to increase the take-up. And one of the more novel ones is that it should be taught in schools. Green Party Senator Pauline O'Reilly thinks that's a good idea. And she joins us now. Pauline, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How would that work exactly? Well, how would it work from the point of view of the of the logistics is... Uh I think in the same way as as we teach an awful lot of things in schools. But I think the reason that it's so important is because of the low breastfeeding rates that actually a lot of people aren't surrounded with breastfeeding in their in their ordinary daily lives in Ireland. Um, We have had a break from breastfeeding really for quite a long time. But why is that? Because Ireland seems particularly bad. Why is Ireland particularly bad? Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, once you once the numbers start going down, then you're surrounded by fewer people who are breastfeeding. Um, We do have a lot of promotion of formula milk. Um, We've even seen that that it's given free in some hospitals. Mm. So, but wouldn't that be the case in other countries as well? other not, European not to the same extent and the, and because it's already high and they haven't lost it hasn't dropped um, it, it means that it's continuing to stay high they also have more support so I mean I do have a motion coming up in the Shannad on this whole area uh, and we also need more lactation consultants everyone should have access whereas here you often have to pay mm, and yeah. that's an issue also, you don't have every medical professional that you come across having knowledge about breastfeeding. So you shouldn't need to necessarily always yeah. Why is refer that, to another lactation consultant. I think there does need to be across any discipline that relates to medicine, there needs to be uh, a, a you know full training on breastfeeding supports. And lactation consultants tell me as well that many GPs don't refer on to lactation consultants when a woman is uh, struggling. But you only have to look at the numbers to show that actually a lot of women really want to do it. It's 62% of people start breastfeeding in hospital and then that drops to a shocking 37% leaving hospital a day or two later breastfeeding. Mm. And it drops then again to 31% by three months. So it's really about saying, well, there this number of people actually want to do it. And what can we do as a country to make sure that they achieve the goals, those mm. breastfeeding goals? Though, I mean, that, that would seem to imply that uh, most women, the majority of women, start off, maybe they, you know, baby isn't latching on or they're tired or there are various difficulties and then they need somebody to come in and give them a bit of additional help uh, to, to get over that hump, so to speak. Teaching it to teenagers won't get over that hump. Well, They'll it, just know it, what they yeah. already know, that um, it's a good idea. Well, it's, yeah, and no, that's why I think it has to be normalised so that you see what it looks like and what a l- latch looks like. And you start to develop that cultural awareness very early on because, um, I mean, I was breastfed and that probably led to to me having supports in my life um, for, for breastfeeding. But it's not the same for every for every person. Um, and I also think it's really important that boys get that training as well because sometimes fathers can feel like God how do I help Uh, my partner is struggling and I don't know you know what to do to support them so I think everybody needs a better awareness it's the most natural thing in the world some would say but it's also an incredibly difficult thing for a lot of people Um, so you need every kind of touch point in women's lives needs to have some uh, support there for them in breastfeeding. And is there, is at least one factor in this the issue where if a woman is breastfeeding her child 
they don't always feel that comfortable or not always made to feel that comfortable if they you know if they're doing it in public yeah i think that is that is a factor it certainly is a factor that you know if the majority of people are not breastfeeding anyway um then then it, people do feel uncomfortable but there would definitely be a few looks um, in certain places when you, you start to breastfeed. And if a child needs to feed, they just need to feel, feed there and then and mm. th- there's not much you can do about it. Um, so that is part of it. And so, again, if you have people, every single person receiving breastfeeding um, education, then it makes everybody around the woman as well much more aware as they're growing up that this is this is normal. People breastfeed and uh, there's nothing there's nothing to look askance at. Yes. OK, so we, would you envisage a situation where teachers were teaching this or, or uh, you'd bring in kind of outside bodies to talk well, I about mean, this? Well, I mean, f- fundamentally, I think it should be taught through SPHE and, uh, and, and the same way as you think, you know, we think it's important for people to have basic skills around cooking for themselves and feeding and also skills around managing your managing your money and your household budget. I think it's the same thing. There are a lot of a lot of organisations that have expertise in this. And so um, we could look at delivering it through people who have expertise. But I, I think that everybody should make people feel that it's normal. And I, I certainly was speaking to a teacher just today who said it's not on the curriculum, but they speak about breastfeeding to the to primary school kids mm. because it's just about normalising it as I say bring it back to a situation where we can talk about this thing we can see it happening around us and then we can look at what what does a good l- latch look like when we see yes. other people doing it what, what, How many uh, lactation consultants uh are there? I mean, state-funded lactation well, consultants. Well, the state funded an additional thirty-four and a half. But uh, um, so what's the total? The total would be still less than less than fifty of st- of state-funded. It's not great. Really. It's not great because it's also about you know community health um, centres as well, not just hospitals. But we do have. We did have an all-time low coming into the pandemic um, and there was an awful lot of talk during the pandemic of how even the lactation consultants were being shifted from that role into a role uh, to deal with the pandemic. So women were, were, um, yeah, they they were facing difficulties. But it should be a case that every midwife you go to, every public health nurse feels that they are supported in delivering um, education on on breastfeeding, but you know, Quidju, La Leche League, Friends of Breastfeeding Ireland—they all do amazing work, and they kind of create a community for people, which they may not have in their families through no fault of families, but just because, as I say, there isn't that kind of history of breastfeeding in the family. Yeah, um, now, and that, do but then again, nobody has—not everyone has access to, to those kind of groups. But most people would, or most women would get the community health nurse in. Why can't exactly. the community health nurse? be slash lactation consultants. You, lot, you would have thought that's yeah, a really important thing. A lot of them do do great work in this area. And they clearly do, not enough and they though, do, Yeah, I, I do think that I do think that every um, education system for everybody who has any contact with women should be fully educated in relation to breastfeeding support. Mm. I mean, and that's part of the motion again, because that's that's essential. And also that GPs are referring on where they need to and recognising what the problems are because I certainly know myself, I found that when I was struggling, the first port of call from the person that I went to was use a bottle. And that may seem like 
God, I just want to give the person a dig out. But when the person themselves actually really wants to breastfeed, uh, that's not helpful. You know, they're, they're looking for some different advice. Yeah. But I think that we, we need to be really honest with ourselves as a country. Ireland makes a lot of money from formula milk um, and is a large exporter. Yeah. And therefore, we do see a lot of private companies making a lot of money out of formula. Mm. Um, so they're, they're but isn't that you just blaming private industry rather than the shortcomings of your own government? Uh, you've, you, yeah. you've already admitted you have far too, too few lactation consultants. Mm. Uh, community nurses, not enough of them are trained in that. Every, shouldn't it not be the case that every single woman who has a baby is going to be have time with someone who can show them and help them with any problems they might have and that's not happening now absolutely. and that's your fault Absolutely well I mean and that's why, why I have been working on this and that is also why um, I did approach Minister Catherine Martin about including restrictions on advertising around formula mm. um, because the two do go hand in hand. We, we have to be really honest, like the World Health Organization would say there shouldn't be promotion of formula. Everybody has access to it. Everybody knows what it is. But when you have it in your face all of the time and you're struggling, you might be in the middle of the night struggling to feed a crying baby and you're you're looking for support online what comes back at you shouldn't necessarily be a private company trying to sell you something mm. it should you know we, we should be honest with ourselves and say that um we need restrictions on that and that's also the role of government i would argue to do that to put those restrictions in it's it's not the role of individual companies themselves um so look it's it's a complex area but, but also at the same time, women it would be routine. It varies from hospital hub, but it's routinely the case in hospitals that you'll get a little basket, and they'd be mostly donated by private companies and will include formula. Uh, that is happening. That is happening in hospitals less than it was, um, but it it's that that is also against the World Health Organization code. Um, mm on the advertising of, of uh, substitutes for breast yeah. milk. Wasn't there a plan to have those little boxes like they have in Finland? for, for uh, Yeah, is, baby is bundles. Still, yeah. Baby bundles, yeah. So um, Minister Roderick O'Gorman's Green Party Minister, um, he has rolled that out in t- two pilots. So again, I'm looking for that to be rolled out across the country. Right. And that and that, include, but that doesn't include formula, or does it? Do, oh no, absolutely not. It includes breast pumps though. Um, to support people who may be struggling and want to express in the early days. But also I think it's critical that it would include information and help because that's what people are really missing. Mm. Um, And, you you know, like it's just not possible to compete when it comes to advertising for breast milk, which makes nobody any money with these large companies. And that's why that, that balance has to be struck to say um, we need to restrict the amount of advertising. But look, at, I just want to be really clear here. It is a choice in the end of the day and it's a choice that a lot of women make and it's the right one for them to use formula. But those who want to breastfeed, I don't think that there is enough support and that's why it's important to me that I pursue this uh, yeah. as much as I can. Well, is there any possibility of the amount of lactation consultants being increased? Yeah, well, it, absolutely there is. And um, so the, the number, an extra 30, um, 34 and a half was announced and 20 of those positions have been filled. Uh, so I'm looking for... Are they hard to, to get? 
I, I don't see why there would be. I know a lot of lactation consultants, so I don't see see why they would be. So I think that what I'll be looking be the, to hear why. the qualifications the, why, that you need to have actually on that? Yeah, well, there's an association of lactation consultants in Ireland and they do training. Right. OK. Yeah. 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 But there's a lot, a lot of people start off with um, doing the training, which I, di- I did some training myself um, in the Leche League or Quidju and then that's a volunteer role and some people then would move on to doing training as lactation consultants. All right, okay. Uh, Sinead says she absolutely agrees uh, with what you're saying. Education exceptions is key. My son is 10 when his sister was born. Now at 25, he doesn't bat an eyelid if anyone feeds their baby around him. He learned earlier on uh, that he he could get help by getting a glass of water for me and later on for his aunts. If breastfeeding were more normalised, it would be easier for women to ask for help and identify when they need it. Uh, Though someone says, I'm a former secondary school teacher, I can only imagine the chaos when you put a load of teenagers into a classroom to talk about breastfeeding, let alone them seeing it. You have to remember what you're dealing with in schools, raging hormones, excitable teenagers and often a lack of maturity. Well, what I'd say there is that that's what we're trying to that's what we're trying to diffuse. You know, breasts are there to feed infants and be- and children. And uh, so we'd have to normalise that. We we do have to have these conversations with teenagers. And, uh, you know, on a, on a diff- different topic entirely, uh, we can't just not talk about sex in school because there might be raging hormones. Uh, yes. That's the time <laughs> that you need to talk about these things. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Cut that one off the pass. Pauline, thanks a million for coming into us today. Uh, That was the Green Party Senator, Pauline O'Reilly. Right, let's find out what's in the cash machine. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.